0: super talk mississippi media production toyota brookhaven has been voted best new car dealership in southwest mississippi four years in a row come see the difference exit 40 brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com great service great savings at toyota brookhaven we deliver you're listening to the rebel report podcast where it's all old mess all the time Here's your host, Michael Borkey. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borkey. Glad that you are with me. So, real quick, if you want a little insight into what my life and my decisions are like, here's something for you. So, I recorded a, uh, a post-game recap immediately after the game ended, and uh here's the funny part about that i didn't hit record until about halfway in and we're talking approaching uh approaching midnight and after i realized that i had been talking to myself for about 15 minutes uh literally talking to myself no recording whatsoever i decided to just go to bed for a little while and reset because that just the the day was done uh for me at that point so we're sitting here uh, 5 o'clock in the morning on this Thursday morning and hoping to get this recording done before my son wakes up. That is a little insight into the stupidity of the life of Michael Borky. But I'm glad you guys are with me nonetheless, despite uh, what was a pretty disastrous Wednesday in Ole Miss sports. Uh, you had the basketball game that, uh, although, again, as we talked about going into it, losing to Mississippi State is not anywhere close to disastrous. It's a good state team. It was on the road it's a missed opportunity, makes the margin for error very, very small. But that is not necessarily the disaster. It was just losing that after the baseball team lost their home opener to Arkansas State in really uncompetitive fashion. Just a no good, very bad Wednesday for Ole Miss sports. But we're here to talk about it regardless. Again, my name is Michael Borky. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube at Michael Borky. B O R. K E Y and wherever you get your podcast, search Rebel Report if you haven't already in your favorite podcast app. Subscribe and leave a rating and a review. I would appreciate that very, very much. So I think the more impactful game, although the one that angered more people is baseball, just because of the opponent. Uh, the more impactful game was uh, Ole Miss's loss to Mississippi State, eighty three seventy one. The final Ole Miss had a four point. Halftime lead, and Mississippi State largely dominated uh, the second half. Matt Murrell, uh led Ole Miss with 23 points on 7 of 19 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3. Did not have a very good shooting second half, uh, did Matt Morell. He did have 8 rebounds, though, uh, in the game. Jalen Murray and Alan Flanagan each had 12, neither of which particularly efficient from the field, though. Each were 3 of 8. Jamin Brakefield was 4 of Nine had nine points. Uh, Really little contribution other than that. Cissé had four. He could not stay out of foul trouble. He only played 10 minutes last night because of foul trouble. Jamarian Sharp had four points as well. He did have 10 rebounds in the game. His best rebounding game, I think, in an Ole Miss uniform. TJ Caldwell only had four points. Austin Nunez had three points. Brandon Murray also played just three minutes, but did not score in the game, Ole Miss shot the ball quite well in the first half. They were 15 of 30 from the field, uh, 5 of 10 from three-point land, made all nine of their free throws. Uh, the The game started in a way that it kind of felt like they were going to get blitzed early. I mean, Mississippi State came out hot. They bring Tolu off the bench, and, and he comes in and, and kind of dominates right away, and Mississippi State had... A large lead early in the first half, but Matt Morrell got hot. Ole Miss climbed back into it, started making shots, getting stops defensively, and went into the half uh, with that aforementioned four-point lead. Second half, different story, though. Ole Miss shot 29.6% from the field, 8 of 27. Ole Miss only made eight shots in the second half, only one of nine from three-point land. Mississippi State, on the other hand, uh, shot 50% and 38% uh, respectively from the field. They got to the free throw line 27 times, only made 14 of them. Mississippi State, a bad free throw shooting team, uh, kept Ole Miss in the game with their poor free throw shooting uh, considering the number of times they got to the line, and, um, and that was it. Ole Miss loses to Mississippi State. So a few takeaways from this game. Uh, in and of itself. Uh, again, in the big picture, uh, they didn't... This wasn't a must-win, but you, you want to talk about the margin for error paired with seemingly the the way they're playing at the moment. They just... They did not execute well enough offensively in the second half to win this game. They did not make shots. They, they had 10 second-half turnovers. 10 second-half turnovers in this game, and you're not going to win much like that. So winning four games to get to 10 which even despite the loss last night feels like that's the magic number still because that would come uh, at a win against South Carolina who's a tournament team that would come with two road wins uh, that should come with a win against Texas A&M if they're going to get the four I think that's the path that everybody's talking about and so that would be two tournament teams that they beat that that should help Joe Lenardi uh, barely moved Ole Miss after the loss last night. They went from last four in to first four out. Barely any movement for Ole Miss. The bubble is bad. You guys know this. The bubble is always bad. Everybody on the bubble has blemishes on their resume and bad marks on their resume, and they're not going to win their next five games. So one loss isn't just going to destroy their chances, but it does demonstrate a very thin margin for error for Ole Miss. And the way they've played lately is not exactly inspiring confidence in their ability to stack a bunch of wins. Can they do it? Yes, they can. That opportunity is still in front of them. But the the way they played offense in the second half, and I know people are talking about officiating. We'll get to that here in a little bit. But um, the way they played in the second half, paired with, at times, really poor defense, is just not going to lead to them... Making that run and making the tournament. So can they? Absolutely. Uh, they have shown that they can beat Missouri. They've shown that they can beat A and M. South Carolina's sputtering a little bit. Ole Miss is better at home. The baseball game got moved, so there should be a good crowd on Saturday. Hopefully, that juices them up a little bit. But uh, it, it's a struggle right now uh, for them. And uh, that was. It, it's not about losing last night. It's about kind of the way it looked especially in the second half, trying to conduct offense against what is a good Mississippi State team, that makes me wonder if they're actually going to be able to pull that run off, uh, although I do think that uh, that they can. Uh, a couple of things in this game uh, as well. Uh, the You could see the difference, as we've talked about before, in, in teams that have bigs that can score the ball, and in teams that don't Old Miss cannot run offense at all through Cissé or Sharp neither of which have an offensive game that uh and neither of them could really stay on the floor for long periods of time last night either but you saw the difference right when you've got Tolu Smith for Mississippi State who you can get the ball to him in different ways and now he, he doesn't have any outside game but um he's he's a skilled big and a good finisher and and um is a veteran that understands positioning and, and things like that. And so you they brought him off the bench for some reason last night, but he gives Mississippi State 24 points. And, and Ole Miss just, especially if the shots aren't falling, they don't have that reliable big like a Tolu Smith uh, to get them buckets. That is a glaring, glaring weakness on this team. The only way that this can get solved is in recruiting. They've got to kind of work their way around that. If they're not making shots, then it's they're not really going to score and they're probably going to lose games. This team is going to be dependent on the outside shot. And when you're one of nine in the second half from outside, you're not going to really win games uh, on the road. And again, I know Cisse and Sharp couldn't stay on the floor because of foul trouble, but they don't give you much offensively anyway. And Ole Miss is really getting nothing at all from their bench. I mean, they got four from Sharp. Four from Caldwell, and three from Nunez. It's eleven bench points. Mississippi State had in the forties uh, out of their bench, so very little depth. They, they turned the basketball over too much in the second half, and um, that uh, again, that was kind of your difference in the game. So tough, uh, tough loss for Ole Miss. Uh, a missed opportunity there. Had that halftime lead. Uh, I think two things can be true at once, by the way. I know officiating is going to be a big part of the conversation today. And, and I know uh, that even though what I said uh, on Twitter I think is incredibly fair, uh, some pretty personal, really ugly stuff was posted about me on a Mississippi State message board. Very thankful for the State fan that screenshotted it and let me know that that was being said. Um, it's it's early, and I'm a little annoyed. Um Talk about me however you want to, but when you bring in uh, an innocent young woman um, and say things about her because you don't like my sports opinions, you're just a loser, a gigantic loser. And what's messed up about people like that is they think that they're in the right... But anyway... Glad that got sent to me, and, and I, I'm, I'm sure glad that a big, tough, anonymous man on the internet was able to take shots at a young woman um, and, and call her, among uh, other things. Never, You know what? I'm spending too much time on this. I should cut all this out, but I'm not going to, because that. Uh, if that guy listens to this, he needs to, to understand how much of a loser he is. Anyway, uh, two things can be true at once, I think. Uh, the, the game was officiated horribly. And that is not why Ole Miss lost the game. And I know some Ole Miss fans disagree with that because I I talked about this on Twitter and and got some pushback. The free throw discrepancy was, uh, it's real. I mean, uh, Mississippi State shot 39 free throws in the game to Ole Miss's 21. Chris Beard pointed out after the game that neither Tolu nor Jimmy Bell, 40 minutes of basketball between the, the two of them, neither of which were called for a foul in the game. But Ole Miss didn't force the issue uh, as much with them as Mississippi State did with uh, o- Ole Miss's bigs. And, and again, I'm sure that you can go back and look and find some fouls that maybe should have been called on them, but State attacked Cissé and attacked Sharp, and they have a big that that's skilled offensively, and Ole Miss doesn't. I mean, if you if you were able to get the ball on the block to, to Cissé and let him back down Tolu and try to get a shot at the rim, maybe you could have gotten a call or two there. And because Ole Miss doesn't run offense that that way, it can lead to a foul discrepancy between your bigs and theirs. But the game, regardless if you agree with what I just said or not, even state fans agreed with me on this, um, the, the way the game was officiated allowed for no flow whatsoever. 60 free throw attempts and both coaches getting teed up is it's so stupid it really is so stupid and uh I mean it was it was hard to watch and um Old Miss needs a game to go differently than that they need a more free-flowing basketball game that that um Mississippi State style of play is is different than Old Miss's style of play And, and I think that they benefit more from a game like that even though they're a bad free throw shooting team just they're more equipped to handle a rock fight, a, a, and Ole Miss is more equipped to um, have a more free-flowing style of play. That's kind of seemingly where they're more comfortable. So maybe the way it was called favored state some, but I, I again, I, I point back to Ole Miss's second-half offensive struggles, 8 of 29 from the field, 1 of 9 from 3, and 10 turnovers. Uh, you, you know, the, the officials didn't do that. Uh, Ole Miss offensively didn't execute well enough uh, to to make it matter, but I do think the way the game was called was an embarrassment. It's horrible, and and Chris Jans agreed as well, as you can tell by his uh, sideline actions as well as Chris Beard. And um, I, I just I can't believe the league is okay with that product. The volume of whistles did not match the volume of fouls that were called in the game. Nobody wants to watch a game with sixty free throw attempts. Not a single person uh, wants to watch uh, wants to watch that. So again, I don't think that that is why Ole Miss lost, uh, you're certainly free to disagree I'd welcome disagreement, uh, to be honest. I think they didn't execute well enough in the second half, turned the basketball over too much, didn't make shots, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but that will be a, a big conversation point today. We're going to get a lot of text into the show about officiating. Um, Hey, dad's going to talk about officiating cause he hates sec refs more than anybody. And he's, he's probably going to, uh, welcome me into his fan club when it comes to that. But, um, uh, it, it was bad. It was bad. Um, but I, I think that it wouldn't have the, the discrepancy wouldn't have been there as much had Ole Miss had bigs that could have offensive games that could put pressure on state. I know that no fouls on their two bigs is noteworthy. There's no doubt about it. But Mississippi State made sure to attack uh those two guys. And Olmus did not do a good enough job in my opinion of trying to force that on Smith and uh and Bell. So um either way. By the way, if uh I welcome and appreciate feedback from you guys. I mean I- I've gotten a few DMs over the last few weeks from some of you that are like, hey man, I disagreed with this and I love that. I appreciate that. So if you um if you got anything that you want to say to me, I know this isn't live and that's why I like the live chat so much. Cause I get instant feedback from you guys, but my, my email, uh, Borky 12 at Gmail, uh, my Twitter DMS are open. If you're a Twitter user, I would love to hear from you. Uh, regardless if you're telling me that I'm an idiot or you're telling me that you like the, the content, I want to hear from you though. I want some feedback. So please do not hesitate, uh, to, to do that. So, Ole Miss loses. The path is still there. They're still among the first four out. They just got to start playing better. Um, they, they've just got to start playing better, uh, and and we'll see if they're able to do that. Winnable games ahead uh, for uh, for sure. Also at home, got to protect the home court. I think they're able to do that. Starting with a must win on Saturday. So those are some thoughts about the basketball game. We will turn the page to baseball after I tell you the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online, absms.com. That's the website if you're in the market for office technology and your business is located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi. Check them out again online, absms.com. That's the website. Advantage Business Systems has you covered. Tell them I sent you. You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is and they will find a solution for you on me. Advantage Business Systems, absms.com is the website. Advantage Business Systems for all of your office technology needs. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. I actually have to go to my Priority One Bank location here after I drop my son off at at school. And when I go in, they're going to make me feel like a priority because they always do that. You're going to have A positive banking experience. Always at Priority One Bank. And that wasn't the case at my previous one, that's for sure. They have local loan servicing and decision making, so you don't have to hop on Zoom or talk to somebody out of state. If you want to get a loan, uh, it's somebody that you'll sit down with face-to-face and get to know. Their online banking platform is great. You just need an internet connection, and you can do whatever you need to do with your money because Priority One Bank makes you their priority. Baseball. Baseball, baseball, baseball. And, you know, we talked about it after the Hawaii series, and we're going to talk about it here. What the start of the season for Ole Miss has told us, I think, in pretty clear terms. Now, teams can improve throughout a season, it has happened before. Teams have played poorly at a beginning of a season. And got better as a season went on. That is absolutely a thing that happens. That is absolutely a thing that can happen here with Ole Miss baseball. It's a thing. So saying that, or what I'm about to say, does not mean it will stay this way. But if we're being completely honest with ourselves, at the present, Ole Miss is a bad baseball team. And at the present, it feels like the program is bad. Because it's new faces, new players for the most part. It's a largely new roster, and the issues have remained the same. It it won't, again, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to stay that way this season. I was highly critical of the, the baseball team during the year that won the national championship. So things can change, but at the present, they are a bad baseball team. They do a lot of things poorly. They are bad in the field, Um, just routine stuff, routine plays that they don't make, and it happened again yesterday. They weren't credited with an error, but there was a couple of times uh, where there were missed opportunities in the field to get out of innings. Uh, they, They don't play good defense. They don't pitch it well enough at the present. They give up too many free bases, and right now, I mean, again, they lost to Arkansas State. Didn't even give you the score. It was four to two. Ole Miss only had five hits against Arkansas State last night. A team that was picked to finish dead last in the Sun Belt. Arkansas State had ten hits last night, only four runs. If you give up four runs in a midweek, you should win, but obviously, they uh, they did not. But already, I mean, we're we're talking about a team that is five games into a season, and. Their body language looks horrible. And I don't mean like, you know, there's, they're, they're disgruntled and like there's infighting or whatever. I mean, they, they appear that they lack energy and confidence. Arkansas State looked more confident at Swayze Field last night than Ole Miss. And you guys know that I don't like saying things like that because I can't, I can't point to something and say they're not confident and this is the stat that backs that up. But you guys see it. You see when they walk up to the plate what they look like. You see the energy level. It's basically non-existent. The, the approach at the plate last night was horrible. Uh, Mike Bianco, after the game, said that uh, if you would have told him before the season that they would be like this offensively, he would have told you you were crazy. I'm paraphrasing, but that's a generally what, what the quote was. Um, and he still likes some of the pieces that they have. I, I mean, you, you've got some guys here that performed well at the Power Five level last year that are not, you know, hitting that way. Like, the ability is there for for these, some of these guys anyway. The ability is there uh, for them to be better than what they've shown so far. But it makes you wonder, it's only a five-game sample size, but why? Why do they come to Ole Miss and against Hawaii and Arkansas State look that poor? Uh, coming off of, the disaster 2023, why are they so sloppy in the field? Why are they lack, so lacking in confidence at the plate? It is a bad baseball team. And until proven otherwise, that's how it's going to be discussed and that's how they're going to be treated. The the Like we talked about after the Hawaii series, it wasn't jet lag. It wasn't all the excuses that people made, they split that series because they played bad baseball because right now they're a bad baseball team. And I, I think that people are going to start talking about it in that appropriate context because it needs to. Last night at Swayze Field is an embarrassment following 2023 in Hawaii. In a vacuum, it, it's fine. Uh, I mean, Wake Forest lost a midweek game. You had Vanderbilt lose a midweek game. That kind of stuff happens in baseball, but you can dismiss that when the team has earned the benefit of the doubt. Wake Forest was an elite team a year ago, and they swept their weekend. Losing a midweek game, you can just dismiss as, that's baseball sometimes. But Ole Miss is not losing because of, that's baseball. They're losing because they play poorly. Errors. Walks. Bad approaches at the plate. That's why they're losing. They're not they're sloppy. I'm I'm rambling at this point. You guys know all this already, and I'm kind of repeating myself. It's a calling card for me, by the way. I I can't help it, especially when I'm sitting here talking to nobody. But um, they're they're frankly unacceptably bad. And if this continues, the the angst among the fan base is going to hit a fever pitch. And I don't know what that discussion is going to be like. I I don't I don't know uh, how. Now, the athletic department's going to feel about what this looks like is going to happen. I do know that people are talking about firing a coach, and I think at the moment that is just not in the cards. We've talked about that before. No need to rehash that. Right now, um, they are teetering on building a resume that before they even get to SEC play will keep them out of the postseason. they've got to win the next 5 games. They have to. I mean there's no margin for there's almost no margin for error already because of how poorly they've played. They've got Iowa coming up here soon. It's a mess. It is a mess. We'll talk about that more on the live stream tonight because I want to get feedback from you guys on on what you think is going wrong because I know that question's going to come up as you know, what happened? Why is it like this? We'll talk through all of that tonight because it's a long conversation worth having, but, but there's no excuses at the present. They're bad. They're bad at everything at at the moment. And it needs to get fixed right now or else things are going to get really uncomfortable. So anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. I, uh, sorry about the, uh, the, the content being so awful, but that was what yesterday was it was uh, pretty bad. So, we'll be uh we'll be live tonight. 7:30 tonight is when uh we will go live to talk the disaster that is baseball in the state of Mississippi. So, hope you tune in for that. In the meantime, you guys try to enjoy the rest of your week and I'll talk to you. Uh if not later tonight, this will be uploaded right here in this feed tomorrow uh tomorrow morning. So, I'll uh, I'll see you then either way. Appreciate you guys very much and I'll talk to you soon.